coverage of opening day is brought to you by the KCKPD. Accepting applications for new and experienced law enforcement officers. KCKPD.org for more information. Equal opportunity employer. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio from the Max Motors Studios. Your home for K-State Athletics is right here on 610 Sports Radio. KCSP Kansas City. WDAFHD2 Liberty. Always live on the Odyssey app. Get now. Onto your butts. You guys thought it was all over. Thought the day was gonna gonna go to the back burner. Gonna get a little bit more calm. You have no idea. None whatsoever. It is Friday night, March 24th. You believe March is already almost over? We're already the 24th of March. What is it? The Ides of March? That's something historical, right? I think that's something that's I should probably look up history-wise. Text line 913-586-7610. This is After Hours. I am Dusty Likens. Luke Bell's with us tonight as well. How's Arkansas doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. Made it further than Kansas. That's all you need to say. Um, Yeah, I forgot who beat him. mm, Did Musterman keep his shirt on last night? Or does he take it off in losses too? Shirt stayed on. Okay. Do you think he's Arkansas's coach for five more years? Yes. Okay. Okay. We have the resources to pay him. Yeah. Uh, we will keep you updated with college basketball as Alabama and San Diego State have tipped off. Of course, I'm a degenerate and I have a parlay tonight. We need Alabama to win by six and a half. We need Houston to just win that game in Kansas City at the T-Mobile Center. So happy to see that there. That means revenue into the city. Uh, we need Texas minus four in Princeton. Just just give me a 10-point cover. You're 10-point dogs against Creighton, man. Just just cover 10, man. That's like the battle of the three-point shot. But at the uh, second media timeout, the under-eight timeout, Alabama-San Diego State tied 13-13, but none more important than from the 6 o'clock to the 7 o'clock hour, Jay Binkley in studio with uh, with what I like to call his stepson, Dusty Likens. What's going on, Dusty, man? Not much, man. I love Fridays. You were just saying that Fridays are always kind of suspect because they can be uh, – they can go off the grid very quickly. Well, Friday's just different, different animal. You know what I mean? They hate us because they ain't us. Nothing. Different kind of animal dust, man. It's just a different. Uh, everybody's off work okay. for the weekend. Well, a lot of people still work. I get that, but yeah. it goes Friday night. People go home. They get their beers. They go to the liquor store. They tune into you on after hours. You know what I mean? And life is good because every weekend's a great sports weekend. There's every no such weekend? thing as a not non good sports weekend. Okay. And this weekend's incredible. Okay. Yeah, uh, last night, I don't know if you dive into the uh, college basketball uh, sort of atmosphere. Last night, that K-State game was I electric. dove in, man. It's fun, man. This is when it matters. And I, I, I just, you know, we've had a good week of sports. We had the Shohei Otani versus Mike Trout situation that we've all been dying for. Yeah, the number one and two player in the world in baseball, yeah. and they play the same team in the Circus Sideshow, the Angels. You think they'd it, be good, right? You think having yeah. the two best players on the planet on the same team, yeah. Do you feel like Shohei Otani will be a St. Louis Cardinal? Because his best friend is Lars Newtbar, who's one of St. Louis's up and coming. I hope not. I'll, I'll that. answer that. I'm a I'm a, I'm okay. a Cardinals fan. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You hope. You hope. <laughs> they gonna give him a piece of the arch? They should. And some emos. Who, yes. Shohei. Absolutely. 
Like an Emo's franchise? Sometimes. Maybe some Bud? Yep. Ooh. Bud? Oh, Budweiser. Oh, I thought you meant like Bud because it's legal in Missouri. <laughs> nah, well, I mean, whatever he wants. But... You think Otani would get stoned? <laughs> I don't know. I doubt it. Not Otani. <laughs> okay. I can't see Otani even drinking. I don't think it, it might not be legal in Japan. Well, if he plays for the Cardinals, it's legal. <laughs> and you know it's legal in California. Uh, from the 816, someone's already asking you, can you see this? Am I blocked? Banned. Double, God, now you are. D- double banned. <laughs> now you are. Um, but no, let's let's start off because Wednesday night I did a show. Not Wednesday night, Tuesday night I did a show. And I thought this was very interesting. Now it's two minutes, but I want to know your opinion. And, and I almost did a celebratory thing. Like I wanted to play the celebrate good times. You know, everybody's here. Kyle Brand. Yeah. Kyle Brand had this to say. I hate AFC West hype. I'm sitting at work this morning on the NFL Network and... I'm asked this question, which I respect, which was conceived and written and produced and presented on the air. And it's, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is now officially signed with the Las Vegas Raiders, reuniting with Josh McDaniels. Can the Raiders catch up with the Kansas City? Nope. (laughs) I don't even want to hear the question. I can't let him get the question get out. I can't sit here in the offseason and start saying, yeah. Yeah, they can do it. The, the Raiders uh, are going to catch up with the Chiefs. And, and if they don't, it'll be the Broncos or the Chargers. No. No. I'm not doing it. I did this crap last year. You probably did it with me. I sat through countless hours of, oh, my God, look at Russell Wilson in the Instagram mock-up on the Broncos. Justin Herbert, he's really talented. Oh, man, Derek Carr, maybe this is, this is nothing. Chiefs were 6-0 and against the division. They smacked them around like they do every single year. They won the Super Bowl. They won the MVP. It's the Chiefs. That's it. I can't. I, I will not uh, sit here and fake enthusiasm for the AFC West. I won't. It's not against Jimmy and the Raiders or even the Broncos and the Chargers. It's just extremely pro-Chiefs. I'm sitting here watching this thing, and I, I, the Chiefs have a player of mass destruction. They got him. They're always going to have him. They have him this year. They're going to have him the next 10 years. And I've seen enough that he is currently Patrick Mahomes on a trajectory to become the best football player ever. Ever. The way he started, the way he's accomplished as a team, as a, as a, as a person. He, he's now just really in the throes of his prime. Those first four or five years for a franchise quarterback, those are warm-up years. You get a little older, you get a little mature. Then you really start to master the game. So look, Jimmy Garoppolo looks sexy as hell in that Raiders uniform. And great. Maybe the Raiders will make the playoffs. I'm not saying they won't. I'm just not sitting here and saying they're going to chase down the Chiefs. What, it's a player of mass destruction. We're proud. We tried to... We tried to... There it is. Join us, Kyle Brandt. You Buffalo Bills homer. You thought Josh Allen was the answer? Everybody got their ass kicked last year, and now everybody nationally is saying, let's go, man. Have a celebration. Let's go. Give me some of that. Give me some of that. This is what I'm talking about. The draft has come to Kansas City. This is the football capital of the world. And none of that, all these people get it now. Yeah. The Sarah Walsh's, the uh, Brands, you name it. You know what they're not doing? They're not saying, well, the Chiefs won't even make the playoffs like last year, those clowns. Not yet. I mean, that was the big thing about the Chiefs last year. Oh, they're not going to make it. Huh. They're not going to make it. It's going to be the Raiders. Yep. It's going to be the Broncos ahead of them. It's going to be the Chargers. Oh, yeah. And there's the Chiefs again. So let's not take a coach that's actually 
number two all time in coaching postseason nope. wins in Andy yep. Reid. Let's take coaches that never won a playoff game and say they're going to win it all. But no one's betting against Mahomes. No one's betting against Andy Reid. Chiefs are on top of the world, and they all know it now, and it's a beautiful thing. Oh my gosh. It could be a scary thing because I like the haters. Binkley, haters get, are get down off the table. Yeah. Put your shirt back on. Put your on. shirt back on. Ah, oh, muscleman in this stuff. <laughs> I have no idea your nipples got that hard. Whoa. Yeah, they do. Oh, man. I told you I was doing this show shirtless. Wow. Rebuilding you. Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the league. Bills had the best offense. Bills had the best roster, according to everybody last year. Super Bowl favorites. You know what happened? Patrick Mahomes ripped their throats out. Broncos, nah. Yeah. Chargers, nah. 42 and six against this division since 2015. Yet people would pick against them. Yeah. They don't play poker because in poker you go with the odds. The odds are the Chiefs are going to win it again. Yeah, no bluffs. No. You got to bet the odds, Dustman. The Chiefs are consistently. Holding a pocket bear in their hand. It may not be the flashy pocket bear, but you got a king in Travis Kelsey and an ace in Patrick Mahomes. They call that big slick where I've come from. And then you have the best coach in the NFL. Yep. And you have the best GM in the NFL. Yeah. How you doing? I just thought it was interesting because now these guys and ladies who went out of their way last year and maybe the year prior and said, you know, hey, here's the deal. I think Buffalo has it this year but Sean McDermott's never proven it Josh Allen has won what three or four playoff games in his career that's cute Mahomes won that in his first year as a as in the league as a starting quarterback well I guess he won two he beat Indianapolis then they beat somebody and then they lost to the Patriots in his first year in the league right everything's been good with Josh Allen and Bills but they're freaking out man they are they're tired of what's going on and and the funny thing is they're what we call stale the funny thing is, the Chiefs rose to power because mm-hmm. of our rivals. Right. It's unheard of. Baltimore Ravens. Oh, Chiefs don't have a left tackle. Let's, let's, let's give them what they need. Mm-hmm. It's one thing they need, it was a left tackle. And they got some two years of Orlando Brown, got right. a Super Bowl win with him, but didn't have him. They won Trent Williams from San Francisco, wouldn't come to Kansas City. Then they're stuck because the draft had Liam Eisenberg and Sam Cosmes of the world and Alex Leatherwood's of the world. All guys that never end up playing Left tackle. Matter of fact, yep. Leatherwood got cut from the Raiders and ended up with the Bears on the practice squad and all sorts of stuff. The, the Chiefs had no answer. And Belichick's probably going back, hmm, you think yep. the Chiefs would ever call him for what they needed? No. no. You think Belichick would have ever called the Chiefs if he needed something? What yeah. if he needed Eric Fisher? Back in like 2016 or 17, well. the Chiefs would have hung up on him and said, sir, this is a Wendy's, and not given him <laughs> Eric Fisher. Wouldn't do it, but the rivals gave it. And then the Bills gave us Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And they tried to justify their existence by saying, well, we have Josh Allen. Yeah. He didn't come then, but he came later. Next but they're year. like, oh, well, we're good now. We're good now because we got Josh Allen. Well, ask the same people in Buffalo. Because right. when they drafted Mahomes, they were laughing there. Yep. They didn't think he would be where he is, and so did a lot of the NFL analysts that didn't think Mahomes would matter, amount to anything in the NFL and gave the Chiefs D and C-minuses and stuff like that for grades. Texas Tech quarterback. Yeah, and system quarterback. Big 12 quarterbacks yeah. don't win in the Can't postseason. The spread, even the spread's what they run in the NFL now. Yeah, that was yeah. what they were talking about and what they were doing. And all of a sudden, like the Chiefs are now have, have gone above criticism. Yeah, they'll still be criticized, but right. not like last year. Last year, the criticism – and you know what? The Chiefs wrote it. They like that criticism. Yeah. I think the, I think criticism's good. Right. Saban calls it rat poison when you say their their team's so good. Yeah. And he likes when people are talking about George and everybody else. Sure. Calls it rat poison. But I'll be honest with you, that stuff I think helps more than praise. Because yeah. when you're praised and you don't think you're you know what stinks, big difference. If people are criticizing you, the Chiefs put that stuff on their shoulders and, and was, ride it. What I thought was the craziest thing was is that 
we had all the receipts. Like we had Fart Scott saying his thing about how he thought that the Chiefs would miss the playoffs, take a step back. We had people picking the Broncos, picking the Raiders, and then everyone was like, "Well, the Chiefs are gaslighting this." And it's like, no, 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 no. You all thought that Patrick Mahomes and this offense was going to take a step back, and now what's funny is everyone is now on Team Binkley going, "Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go against Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Brett Veach." Here's even another. The Super Bowl Fifty champion Buffalo Bills select. Yeah, and then there's these people. First time I ever did this show. It was last summer. It was Jason's first show. And we were all hyped on the Denver Broncos. And I remember sitting in those studios (laughs) out at NFL Films and we put up the the division behind us and we were like, oh my God, this is going to be so difficult to pick apart because now Russell Wilson, are they going to be like right up there with the Chiefs? And and what are the Chargers going to do? And then look at the Raiders. We're not discounting them. We put up the entire division and all of us hemmed and hawed. We didn't know what we were going to (laughs) do. I learned from my mistakes. You cannot go up against Patrick Mahomes. There is no competition, and then if you and if you want to, and by the way, I don't like going against Jimmy G. Like, I mean, anybody, sure. I don't. I don't want to go against Jimmy G. Like we love Jimmy G, but he has never beaten the Chiefs, and the margin of defeat there, the average losing margin, seventeen and a half yep. points. Seventeen and a half points. That's yes. not close. Mm-hmm. Love to see and that. And that is not necessarily an indictment on Jimmy G or the Raiders. It, it is your is. point. He's a player of mass destruction. I mean, there's just no way around it. So. We can try to make it interesting. You mm-hmm. can, when you said try, I mean, you you could still potentially get into the playoffs. Sure. It's just, it's just the can the Raiders challenge the Chiefs no. specifically? It's no. quite possibly the, the greatest player no. of all time. So, Mess with the bull, you get the horns. That's right. Sideways, polished, straight up. But they, they've all learned now. Chief, Chiefs versus the Raiders. Somebody's nine, coming with a hot take. Last 10 games, Chiefs 9 and 1 against the Raiders. 15 and 2 in the last 17. 16 in the last 20. Versus the Chargers, 7 and 3 in the last 10. 15 and 3 in the last 18. Versus the Broncos, 15 in a row. Yeah. They collectively ought to send the Chiefs Father's Day cards. Oh. Because the Chiefs are the AFC West daddies. True. They are. Seven straight divisions. When Father's titles. Day rolls around this year, the rest of the division should send Father's Day cards to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. With a Reed Tommy Bahama shirt. Yeah, says, well, I mean, they they should do it because the Chiefs own them. It's interesting. Uh, we understand what they say, but there's a former Chief that said something today that I honestly, I don't. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Hey, Royals fans, it's Vern, and the Hot Stove Show is back on 610 Sports Radio Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock. Now, this team went through a lot of changes this offseason, and there are more to come as we enter this new era of Royals baseball. And each week, I'll bring you all the news and notes from spring training, plus have the players and the coaches in the front office on as we get you set for opening day at the K. Now, if you miss any of the show, you can find it on demand at the Odyssey app or at 610sports.com. Ladies and gentlemen, baseball is back, and you're home for Royals baseball in Kansas City. The 610 Sports Radio. We didn't have a good time, yeah, yeah. Celebration. We gonna celebrate and have a good time. It's time to come together. It's up to you. Miami up 72 early over Houston. That game in Kansas City at the T-Mobile Center for all of you that got cheap tickets because of suckers that lost. The tens of fans that came to watch them. Yeah, there's nobody there. Uh, Alex Gold retweeted Harold Kuntz's, or Aaron Ladd's picture and said, did Miami even show up for the game? 
You know Houston was going to show up because they obviously uh, didn't have to drive very far. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of fans, though, because they showed their like fan group last night down the P&L. Right. Well, they're about to be in the Big 12, so they better figure it out. Mm-hmm. They got two more years, and then we lose uh, Oklahoma and Texas to the SEC. What exactly a full bar? No. Well, that's fine. Sometimes having like a half-empty bar to start the thing off, you get your space, and then by the time you get your buzz, everybody kind of comes in and gives you the... The decision in your head, like, should I stay or should I go? I mean, it's cool that uh, K-State has the players from New York, but yeah, it would be a lot more cool if it was in Kansas City. We'll talk about K-State a little bit later, 7 o'clock. This is uh, all Chiefs uh, draft coming up uh, April 27th. You probably couldn't be happy, right. happier in your life that it's here. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I uh, listened to the podcast, by the way, The Character Concerns. You had Kathy Nelson on. Uh, that was a very interesting interview. Very knowledgeable. We'll play some of her cuts later tonight. She's up for. She is a woman of the year, according yeah. to USA Today, for what she's done uh, for the city. Can she's you, done more for the city than anybody. Right. I mean, literally, we have a draft, World Cup, World Series came here. That now she just happened to be part of it. But I mean, Super Bowl, and she have, was fighting her battles with the bad airport. Yeah, and now we have a legit yeah. airport. You want to go up there and get something to eat? And just well, she sit was in the using, parking lot? Yeah, sit in the parking lot. Just sit on the curb. That's what people <laughs> Take do. Take a picture and sit in the yeah, go inside. Yeah, yeah. sit there fifteen or twenty minutes. But uh, no, I mean, everything that she's brought to Kansas City has been unbelievable. And she had yeah. to do it with the thought, okay, the airport's going to be done. All yeah. right, we're getting the new airport, but like the World Cup and stuff like that, but it hadn't been done. Right. Now it is, so now it's going to be much easier to bring in events because people like Tracy Wolfson come here. Yeah. You know, nationally acclaimed sports journalist goes here and had to order pizza on DoorDash or something last time she right. was here. She comes to the new airport and goes, whoa, this place is crazy. And he sees more and more like Myron Medcalf came in here. He's a college basketball writer. He's here for the tournament, yeah. and he was like, "Whoa, I, you know, I flew in here." And he goes, "He's from Minneapolis." He's like, "Oh, well, Minneapolis, better be careful, yeah, because this airport in Kansas City." If Tracy Wolfson wanted a pizza, you get her an old Shawnee pizza and hang out with her one on one, or go, go in the boulevard there, stockyards, a lot of breweries there. Just hang out with Tracy Wolfson. Hang out with the, the uh, locals that park the car on the curb. They go in and check it saying. out. Yeah. Go get a box of old Shawnee yeah. pizza. Sit in the car, take selfies, send a Dana Wright. Honestly, I think people in the fire store. I think people sit around and go, "Hey, what do you want to do tonight? You hit the plaza. You want to go downtown?" You want to go up in the north lane? No, let's go to the airport. Yeah. Let's go hang out at the airport and have dinner. You know, they have shops that are also in the city that are in the airport for locals. Yeah. Let's go up there and go to the you airport and get a beer and grab a t-shirt and Man, when I used to work see the, all the people from all over the country and watch the planes take off. Let's go to the freaking airport tonight. Yeah, let's do that. I used to work at Champs at the Independence Center. I and, worked at the one at Metro North. And people would just show up to the mall and walk around the mall. I'm like, you don't have anywhere else you can walk? Mall walkers, buddy. Oh, I mean, they're everywhere. Um... We'll get to the text on the or the question on the text line, but before that, do you understand what he's saying? Um, honestly, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if they offer anything worth the talking about, or if they just, you know, was moving on. I, I don't really know know the, the exact detail. I'm probably pretty sure they probably offered something. Um, but if they did, it probably wasn't nothing that my agent and them would thought, you know, to consider. Huh? It's somebody had been dumped. That's McCole Hardman. I know. That didn't see it coming. You would think you'd ask your agent. You'd be like, hey, Chiefs know anything out there? Yeah. What the Chiefs, my team, what did they, they do? The team I won two Super Bowls. Was Super it a for. slap in the face offer? Was it a, hey, we're not going to offer you anything? And Would you want to know that, though? But I mean, like, you could tell that he didn't get offered anything. Um, um, honestly, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if they offer anything worth the talking about or if they just, you know, was moving on. I, I don't you got to really, know, man. No, no, the exact detail. I'm probably pretty sure they probably offered something. Um, <laughs> but if they did, it probably wasn't nothing that my agent and them would thought, you know, to consider. So interesting there. And then you and I were talking in the bullpen before the show. Um, everyone gets to this point. Not everyone. I take that back. It's not everybody. But there are a lot of people 
that at this point in the season, when the Chiefs don't do a lot, and you and I were part of this, right? Like we remember the night that the Chiefs signed uh, Tyron Matthew. The whole open of the show, member was yeah. Relax. Yeah, just, relax. Just chill. Just take it. Take a deep breath. Then all of a sudden you were just reading off. And then all <laughs> so of a sudden, like, like, here comes Twitter, and it's like, hey, Binkley, the Chiefs landed the honey badger. And next thing you know, it was like the thing, the answers were, were or the questions were answered. And now here we are is that the 816 text in says, Chiefs are going to move up in the draft and make a big splash. People leave KC in ah. Do you believe the Chiefs will move up in the draft, or do you think that do you think they can hold hold Pat and draft somebody at 31 like a Jalen Hyatt that might slip? Or do you think I they think this year up? they could sit still because it's not like you trade up. To, I mean, you have to go up to top 10. Yeah. Right at 10 to 12, 13, if you want like a real difference maker. And I don't think, and I've never thought they want a difference maker at offensive line. Yeah. Because there's two positions I don't think Andy Reid trusts, like rookies with no experience. One's left tackle. Right. And one's backup quarterback. He always likes the Chad Henney type. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember when Nick Foles got released – by the Rams years ago, they boom. He was with the Chiefs. I Almost mean, immediately. But he likes guys like that, and yeah. I wouldn't rule it. I thought like an Andy Dalton could end up Kansas. He's not because he signed. But somebody that if it's like that ninety-eight yard drive against the Jags, you right. want somebody that's been in the NFL. Whether they failed or not, you want someone that's seen NFL defenses leading your team. And two positions I don't think Andy Reid goes anywhere unless you go uh, a guy like Stetson Bennett in the draft has played national title games because that guy's. You know, ice water in the veins. Just he's, keep him out of Dallas. He's been in the biggest games. He knows. Yeah, exactly. But he likes to have a little fun. We all did in mid twenties. But the bottom line is, you want some experience. Yeah. And there's picking at thirty one. All right, four quarterbacks. I think are going to be taken the first round. Mm-hmm. So that moves you down to twenty seven. Right. And I think there's possibility two running backs get taken. That takes you to twenty five. Plus probably what three to four defensive line. Yeah. And Gonzalez, the cornerback's going to mm-hmm. be taken. And you have Jalen Carter's the world taken. And you're probably going to have two to three tight ends taken. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden you're picking 19 or 20 instead of 31. So sure. you really have to worry about 19 picks in front of you. But edge is so deep, they can still get quality and wide receivers so deep, even tight end. And this is a tight end draft. So sitting yeah. at 31, unless unless they want to trade down the second round, which I think would be a great possibility. You move because it's the last pick in the second round, you move down. So then you have a pick. You know, at 31 and maybe at 44, 45, somewhere in that category. Yeah. Um, what's your biggest concern right now with the Chiefs? Uh, it's on the offensive line still. Okay. You know, at right tackle, I mean, you still got to figure out what you're going to do. Right. And the other one's wide receiver. Th- those top two. I mean, bottom line is you have to protect Mahomes. They need somebody to throw to. So I would say wide receiver and tackle. So a lot of people have said that, you know, now that they've waited and waited and waited, I know DeAndre Hopkins came out yesterday or two days ago and said that the Bills or the somebody had said that the Bills kind of seem like the the team that's interested in DeAndre Hopkins, right? They're the ones that kind of would maybe make the trade. And then the trade talk from maybe the Cardinals getting a second round pick, now that has changed to, well, it might be a lot like the other receivers that have gone where it might be like a fourth or a fifth round pick for DeAndre The Cardinals Hopkins. are in position. They don't have to move him now. Right. They don't even have to move him in June after June first cuts. There's some of them already pre-made before that. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to move him in training camp. Although right. they could. Hey, teams get a receiver hurt, and all of a sudden his value goes up. Or they trade him at the trade deadline just keep him. I mean, they, they're going to use an interesting thing with DeAndre. They're just not going to give him up. They're not going to give up DeAndre Hopkins for anything. But his value keeps going down, and the other teams know it. Like That's, that's why no one teams jumped out there and signed him because they know the 
value is going to come down. It's a right. big game of chess right now with these teams. Yeah, you just sit and wait, and then whenever you have the most, you know, whenever you have the balls in your corner, then you make the move. As teams don't want him in does. Kansas City, though. I'll tell you this much. They do not want him in Kansas City. Text line says from the 913, speaking of veteran quarterbacks, you think the Chiefs should take a shot at Cam Newton? I don't, but, I mean, it'd be a type of move if they don't uh, – because if all the veteran quarterbacks seemingly are in other places – yeah. Could they? It's a former MVP, a guy that they could trust to come in in a, in a tight situation. And if, if a guy has to step in like Chad Henney did and led that 98-yard drive, yeah, somebody with experience. Do you think Henney is 100% retired? Or do you think Reed could be like, hey, man, we didn't really like any of one more year, just one more backup? They could. Role? I mean, I know they like Michelle, but he's green, though. He hasn't had yeah. experience in the NFL. I think they, they could stab take a stab in the draft, the sixth or seventh round. And... People are like, why? Why you do that? Well, remember Ryan Mallett, Matt mm-hmm. Castle for the Patriots? They, even though they had Tom Brady, they still threw darts. Yeah. And then they trade them as commodities. Right. So it's like a stock piece and a guy that can grow in your system. But a guy that I like, Stetson Bennett, because he's been an MVP of the SEC title game. He's been twice the MVP of the national title game. Threw for 309 yards in a team that says it was all about defense. Knows actually offense was ranked higher in Georgia this year than defense. But a guy that's been in the biggest game. A guy that's faced Alabama in crunch time, guy that's been in the college football playoffs and won it twice. To me, that means something. And a guy that can run. You just love Sense of Minute, though. You think well, you should have won Heisman. Uh, and this is personal. Yeah, I know. You want, you want to get him here in Kansas City. You'd be like, hey. What, what Jordan said, and I took it personal. Yeah, right. uh, got on the clock, you and I was like, Stetson. <laughs> you got the notes down. Uh, updated March Madness. Alabama down 28 to 23 at half. Houston is losing right now 17 to 12 to Miami. Um, Alabama's the best all-around school in the country as far as football and basketball. Uh, They've now taken that crown. I mean, let's give them a couple more years in basketball. Kentucky's been good at both. North Carolina's been good at both. But right now, Alabama. Kansas? No. Okay. (laughs) Well, they got better at football, but not great at football. Okay. All right. They're not Alabama. What radio station is Alabama San Diego on? I'm not trying to listen to any football talk. Well, then why don't you go to Google search and look it for yourself, Jack? It's halftime anyway, so keep it here. Uh, I'm Dusty Likens. That's Jay Binkley. You can go to the game. It's 25 bucks. Well, you can't go to that one because that's in a different city. No, um, I know, but if you want to go see some tournament action, you can. Right. How about that, man? How about that? What radio station is Alabama San Diego on? I'm not trying to listen to any football talk. Good for you. Good for you. Um, just, you know, the biggest thing in the NFL coming Bank, to the you also wanted Kelvin Benjamin, LOL. You know what? I also wanted Patrick Mahomes, and the rest of you didn't because okay. I keep receipts. Okay. All right. And 20, Whit Merrifield. 28-23, uh, Bama losing uh, right now to San Diego State. 17-15, Miami over Houston. That game in Kansas City. We come back. We talk more about backup quarterbacks. And I've got a name that might interest Jay Binkley. I don't know if it's going to get him there, but it makes sense to me because it seems like it's all ready just to come full circle for this man's career. All that next year on After Hours. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Hey, Kansas City. It's Bobby Wood Jr. And you're listening to the home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio. From the 816, doesn't want to listen to football talk, get tuned into Sports Talk Show. What a guy, right? What a guy. I'm not going to go on a limb, but I think more people in this town care more about the Chiefs than they do San Diego State basketball. 
I don't give a piss about the tide. Like, I, you know what? If it's tied football, sure. That's one way to get banned. Um, Triple ban. From the 913, Big Hat Dak Prescott with one of KC's third, fourth round picks. Good miss. Next year had Mahomes four times in a mock draft. I hit that. People keep the receipts. Actually, the first article on 610sports.com was Mahomes. I did it at the uh, Big 12 tournament that year. I mean, I already had my Richard of the Week picked out, and uh, it, it could change. It really can. I mean, we, we could, got time. We could, we could, it could be the texture. Now, the Richard of the Week will come in a later segment tonight. It'll come around 7.45. Damn it. Because we got Bink here until 7. Well, I'm not going to put you on the spot. I, don't yeah, wanna, I know. I like I, it, though. I, gotta, I like that segment. Well, you know. It's you'll my be, favorite segment. You'll, you'll be able to listen to it a little bit later. I will. Um, so, one thing that that I've that I've brought up is that if you wanted a veteran quarterback to you know play that role, that's a that's a that's a veteran backup. Why not Chase Daniel? Good. He's a free agent. Does a little NFL Network work. Right. I feel like that's a guy Andy Reid can trust. He's a Texas guy. He's been in the league. He knows how to play he the backup. Him. He's made a ton of money doing so. This is another one of those jobs where it's like, hey, you backed up Justin Herbert. You backed up Drew Brees. You backed up. He's got a super you know, ring. <laughs> exactly. And this is one of those things where it's like, hey, you know what? Like, you'll probably never have to play. Like, you'll never have to worry about playing unless. Maybe 98-year drive. You know, well, that was insane. Somebody said in the text line, too, that Tracy Wolfson is Jonathan Coachman's wife. I don't know about spouses or anything. I will yeah. say this. Chad and he should never have to buy a beer in this town ever again. Uh, He's sitting at the bar. You buy him a beer. Who's that? Chad Henney. Oh, for sure. He's done against the Browns that, in that game. And then, of course, that 90-yard drive against. Come on, man. Uh, Apparently from the 816. Apparently, uh, LeBron James said that Mahomes was the real deal when he was 10. I don't know if I believe that. How would we know? Because Mahomes wasn't really like even playing football. Yeah, but he was hanging out, like, getting bombs. And That's true. In the Bronx. Throwing a no-hitter, what, uh, 10 years ago from um, this week. Yeah. He threw a no-hitter at White, uh, White down House. in Texas. Yeah, yeah. White House against, against Michael Kopech of yeah. the uh, White Sox. We'll see if Kopech has a, an interesting career moving forward. Uh, the faithful are listening to us, man. That text you can go kick rocks with open-toed shoes on. No doubt. That's from the ZC. Ask, ask the text line and the listeners if they don't hear Chiefs or San Diego State basketball. Yeah, 913-586-7610. Should we continue to talk Chiefs for this full hour because it's a Friday special with Jay Binkley in studio? Or or if you want, we can talk halftime scores of Alabama versus San Diego State. Houston's up 23-22 to 22 with eight minutes left. The media timeout coming up. Here now that's the game you can go to for 25 bucks. Yeah, I was telling my boss at work. She was, uh, she was like, man, I'd really want to go see some of these games. I'm like, you know you can because tickets are really cheap right Probably now. Probably a lot of parking. I love ex- well, you can park at the airport, and then you can shuttle here. <laughs> uh, just go walk around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah, because I've thought about looking tomorrow because I'm playing golf tomorrow afternoon, and then i got nothing going on in the night. I, I might go check out some games. Yeah, but here's the thing. Sunday, you get the WGC finals. You get the semifinals and the finals. You really want to not see Scotty Scheffler or Roy McIlroy go for the yeah. WGC. Yeah, that's a great tournament. That's a great tournament. It goes like till seven o'clock at night, six or seven. Yeah, your buddy who texted earlier with is everything wrong with society? Why send negative energy out to that dude? Is angry because of his own little decisions. Love you guys. That's why I say to everybody at the end of my shows, go do something nice for somebody in this world because it's crazy, it's messed up and hateful, and we could do something nice for somebody. So somebody says we need to bring Wachowski back. He's probably like, hey ma, yeah. can I borrow your cell phone? I got to fire off a text. <laughs> yeah. I want San Diego State talk. 
Uh, get old spanky. Move the, those cigarettes, mom. Yeah. By the way, Tracy Wolfson is not married to Jonathan Coachman. Okay. Perfect. Oh, shocker. The text line didn't know. Is that what they said, though? Let me make sure that's what they said. Let me see if that's what they said. Uh, Who's she married to? John, it says Tracy is Just a Jonathan guy. Coachman's wife from the 913. David Raquel? I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't sound like Jonathan Coachman. No, he's white, too. So, David Raquel. Yeah, David R-E-I-C-H-E-L. So, it's facts. Tracy Raquel. Yeah. She's nice. Real nice. Um... So he's a senior salesperson in the equity de- de- derivatives group of Barley- Barley's Capital, according to Wikipedia or not um, just the internet. So I do have a question. She's a bank. He's a banker. Clark Hunt's probably announcing the first pick. I would assume for the Chiefs in this draft. I would assume unless Roger Roger's going to hug him. Well, yeah. Or does Roger Goodell announce every first pick of the NFL? In the first, the first round. round. Yeah. Why does everybody got to hug Roger Goodell? Except when he's in his basement. Eh, I never know what he's doing in there. Um, my question to you is, what do you want to see the opening night game be? Because after we do this, it's going to be an Ask Jay Binkley everything, 913-586-7610. You get to Ask Binkley. The floor is yours, text line. There's only three choices. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Buffalo. Buffalo and Philly. It's not going to be Philly because they never do a Super Bowl rematch. It's ever. not going to be, but it could be. Why not Miami? Chargers are always good games, too. They always do that. They love like, pairing yeah. them together. I think Cincinnati or Buffalo would be the uh, the two going into it. And I would think the Bengals would be the uh, – with, with the Kelsey and the animosity towards the mayor and all that, I could see the Bengals and Chiefs going at it in week one. So, because that's what I was thinking is like, how hilarious would it be when the Chiefs do their celebratory unveiling of the the banners of winning the AFC again, winning the Super Bowl again, getting it? Because remember last time they got their rings, it was like the COVID type, right? They all had to go like individually spaced out on the field, and it was like kind of weird. Yeah, there was nobody in the game. Nobody was there. And uh, <coughs> and when this year, why not have it against Cincinnati? And then Orlando Brown has to watch them all celebrate. And then when Orlando Brown gets beat opening night in the NFL, Clark Hunt comes over and goes, here you go, man. He'll be like, those are my guys, man. Those are my guys. I always advocate this. That'd be great. I think the uh, Bengals would be perfect. I yeah. think the, with all the teams basically starting training camp on the same day now, right. except for the teams that play on Thursday night, Yeah. Midnight Madness. Because the, these Chiefs fans, one thing they couldn't do mm-hmm. was go to training camp, which they always do, in droves. They couldn't right. do that because after the Chiefs Super Bowl is the pandemic that next year, so they weren't able to do it. But I mean the Midnight Madness. You know these fans would be up there, man. Oh, They'd be tailgating like crazy in St. Joe, Missouri. Do a midnight madness. It would pack the house. You think the boss would let us do like nine p.m. to like maybe like midnight to six a.m. show, and just like hang out, interview random people that came to St. Joe, and just like pitch from, a tent from the tenth, from the tenth, the tent, pitch a tent in the tent, in the tent. Yes, absolutely. Two guys, one tent. Yeah, you okay with that for like a, a, a special episode? All night. Two guys, one tent, staying up all night. Uh, we come back at this. You get to ask Jay Bigley everything. Draft questions, food questions, beer questions, lady questions, marital advice, whatever you want. 913-586-7610. It's After Hours with Jay Bigley and Dusty Likens. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. The 610 Sports Radio phone line is brought to you by Underlaw Injury Lawyers. Visit GetJim.com. Cody and Gold, weekdays starting at 10 on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Let's talk Marshall Fogg, San Diego State alumni. Oh, yeah? I think I'm all right. Again, if you want to ask uh, Jay Bigley anything of any broad topic, 
913-586-7610. We'll get there any day, uh, for anything that you need. We're here to help the people. San Diego State. Kyle interested. San Diego State is up 30-28, to 18-05 left in the second half. Azakim. Azakim was like a fast stud for the Rams. Kirk Morrison. Jim's son. Kevin O'Connell. Okay. Now you're just naming names that nobody knows. Former San Diego State. Uh, from the 816, Bink, I got a question. What's the station for the San Diego State game so I don't have to listen for listen to football? It's a joke. Don't block me. What's it? Is it Mighty 1090, something like that in San Diego? I don't know. I can probably get online. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great gig? Do sports radio in San Diego? I triple banned them. Um, somebody from the 913, don't you think they're going to have the Chiefs and Eagles as the first game of the season? They just never do the Super Bowl. Last year it was Rams and Bills. And that game sucked. I think, well, I mean, obviously, that game sucked, bro. some momentum. You got Kelsey's both playing this game. It was a Super Bowl, but it was the last game of the year, too. Yeah. The biggest rival, though, teams just absolutely hate each other Cincinnati and Kansas City right now. Yeah. That's the bad. It's past the Buffalo Bills yeah, rivalry. It's Cincinnati, which nobody ever believes in, but yet they're the second best team in the AFC. The Bengals and the Chiefs. Yeah. What, what about the Jets? Not yet. Not yet. Not you yet. Make That's, sure Rodgers uh, is there first. And the schedule release is what, like 53 days or something like that? It's coming up. Like It's right after the draft. That's a good one, though. I, I actually think the Jets are going to be a good team in the AFC if with Rodgers there. If but he plays. It's, it's about not short-term, but long-term. Right. And what? Jets are going to be looking Zach for... Wilson? They're going to be looking for a quarterback here again in about a year. Zach Wilson, a.k.a. the, the <laughs> MILF hunter, is what they call him on the streets. From, I just, allegedly. Allegedly. That's what you, they call you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Well, um, streets at least something. I mean, they they are woke. They are woke at, late at night. Um, let's see here, Bink, you are my boy from the eight one six. Not really a question, but uh, there's that. Um, does Bink think that Jalen Hyatt, the wide receiver from Tennessee, will be available at thirty one for the Chiefs to pick, or does Veach trade up to have to get him? I think there's a good chance he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking even second round. And keep in mind, when you're picking thirty one, you're kind of Thinking second round, should we grab this guy anyway? And if he goes 35 or 36, grab it 31. Who cares about a reach at that point? Can it be your number one wide receiver? He's a guy that fits the MO. Yeah. He's a guy that spreads the football field. But I do believe he'd still be there around 31. Because, again, I think the Chiefs are, in reality, going to be picking 21, 22 when you consider some of the other positions taken before what they want. Alabama now up 34 to 30 over San Diego State. Uh, 16-32 left for those of you that are interested. Roll Tide. That's right. Um, this is from Lance, 913. If I buy a round of drinks and pay your way uh, for your door fee, would you guys go to the strip club with me? Not Which really, one, Lance? Yeah, I'm not really into him. Um, He's paying for your way in. Did you going to give Dusty a handful of dollars? <laughs> uh, did Bink ever consider becoming a pro wrestler from the 316? Many times. Okay. What would be your wrestling? Kramer actually went to uh, wrestling school. Um, what would your uh, wrestling name be? Because a lot of these guys, they don't go by the real name. Like The Rock, it's really Dwayne Johnson. I would go with Belly Boy, but that was uh, already yeah, taken by that one Chiefs fan. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Okay. I think about that one. The Chew of Doom? And your finishing you, moves, you just spit your chew yeah, in their because, face and kick them in the nuts? Yeah, but you got to have some more organic. It's like you're the werewolf, because you didn't name yourself the werewolf. We all did. Yeah. We call you Dustman. You didn't call yourself Dustman. Yeah. You were like, hey, guys, call me the Dustman. No, no, I never we said that. <laughs> yeah, I never said that. Uh, what's Bink's take on how the Chiefs should add a receiver? Trade, free agency, or draft? All the above? Trade and draft. <laughs> okay. 
Um, Bink, if left tackle Broderick Jones and DN Trey Wilson were both on the board for the Chiefs, or, or okay, if they were both on the board of the Chiefs, where to trade up? Who are you taking? And Broderick Jones would be a guy that you could put it right if it's eventually your left tackle. Mm. Unless Juwan stays there. Unless he actually is really good at playing that. Yeah, he seems like that's going to be Orlando Brown 2.0. Like, he's going to play there, develop as a left tackle, then he's going to get a lot of money, and the Chiefs should be like, eh, you're over the age of 28, the, the you're no longer thing, a roster. The one thing about it, he plays nasty, though, too. I mean, uh-huh. he's got that kind of sentiment like Trey, Trey Smith does, Creed Humphrey. Uh-huh. I mean, Orlando Brown was was tough and everything, and he's more of a technician, but yeah. Juwan's a uh, kind of a nastier guy that you want in the line. From the 816, what are you guys having for dinner? You know what I had on the way here? Love this move, by the way. Uh, the jalapeno sausage uh, uh, dog from Quick Trip, yeah. a little mustard and sauerkraut. I housed that thing on the way, and people just kept looking at me weird while I was driving because it was like this. Like, people don't believe me. Roller food's some of the best. You can go to Hybe gas stations or something. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's, but it's good. But it, today is National Cheesesteak Day. Oh, it is? So I'll probably eat a cheesesteak. Now we're done with Philly and stuff like that. I had like that, that last night. I made uh, Philly cheesesteaks on the black I'm looking stuff. for the best Philly cheesesteak in Kansas City. Somebody's going to say grinders. Maybe. I mean, there's a, Jack, there's a Pepper Jack's Grill. I'm going to Al's, yeah. Cheesesteak day. I got to gotta celebrate it. Okay. Pink is the goat, and Dusty is the goat in training. You guys should have a man. You should have a main four-hour show. Love you guys. So you're the goat, and I'm the kid? Isn't that what a, a, a baby goat's called as a kid? I, I am your father. Okay. Yeah, well. Luke thinks I am. Yeah. His father. Luke, I am your father. He called him and says, he said, Luke, <laughs> I am your father. Well, That's someone right. on the text line said, Pink, you, you, you're, you're his boy. Yeah. Remember we thought, somebody That's said that you had a kid. Remember that? Remember yeah. we did that night? Somebody's like, Binkley, I might yeah, be your Somebody son. actually, yeah, thought I was their kid. And I was like, had to wonder for a minute. Oh, my like, gosh. How rowdy did you get when you went out to uh Like, where was Pitt your mom? State? Was your mom at Pitt State? I mean. Tank 7 is my favorite beer. This is from the 816. Uh, and I haven't been able to find a Saison that hits the same. Does Bink have a recommendation? Man, I'm seasonal. Like during the winter, it's Nutcracker Ale Boulevard, it's Winter Lager, Sam Adams. Right now, you're house been, and Irish Ale. I've been Irish Ale, Martin City's yeah, got baby. a good Irish. Right. Uh, yeah. Call Sign has an Irish Red. Now that they're selling their, their beers at the High V's or the different local liquor stores, I'm going there. And it's Boulevard uh, Irish now. And now I need to switch mm. more into the IPAs and the Saison and stuff like that. This might be the best question tonight from the 785. Bink, would you rather have free High V or free Quick Trip for life? Gas doesn't count. I added that last part. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, if you I'm going to have to – listen, I like, I like the hot okay. dog because they have Nathan's hot dogs yeah. at Ivy. Oh, yeah. And, and the roller. I like that. But, uh, gosh, Quick Trip's like one of the two places I'd choose if you can only get okay. two places. And that's it, like Walmart and Quick Trip. If you had to choose two places for an entire year, you can yeah. only go there. You'd go somewhere that has a, a good variety of stuff. Quick Trip, always to me because – yeah. I also like the 911. They didn't raise their prices, and they came out and made us stay more. Not raising our gas 9/11. prices. 911. Yeah, I remember when 911 happened. Everybody raised their oh, gas prices. Okay. Quick Trip put out a statement that says we're not raising them. Yeah. Always respected that. Thanks, so. Biden. Um, Chartreuse caboose, top cheesesteak, or Taze cheesesteak in NKC. So North Kansas City, your neck of the woods. You go to Taze cheesesteak. Yeah, I, I haven't tried it. I know they have a cheesesteak place. Uh, Chartreuse is good. I, is it still out there? Yeah, it's right, still up here, right up here by Hooters. So is it still out there by Hooters? Yeah, the right, over Park? yeah, it's right up here down at Metcalf. Really? Yep. I, I, see, I always just go home. right into Hooters. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think you make it into the caboose. I think you go into no, I just see, I just think of Hooters. You yeah. see caboose and you go into caboose. Yeah, I go into the caboose. That's right. Well, you yeah. use beer down in Parkville, you can drink in a caboose now, by the way. Yeah. Part of Rochester Brewing. You know, I once did the Tank 7 Challenge because they moved it to six packs. That'll get you loaded. Dude, it was during, co- it was during quarantine because I won a bet against this guy, so Lamar Jackson was going to win MVP. Um, 
and he ended up winning MVP. The guy bet against it, and our bet was a six pack of Tank Seven, and I it was quarantined, so couldn't do anything. I was, was in my four apartment still. by myself. Drank the entire six pack. Don't remember the last one. Woke up naked. You remember, by myself. <laughs> by myself. You remember the like, Mayweather? How did this happen? Remember the Pacquiao Mayweather fight? Yep. That was only Tank Seven that night. Good lord. That's how I got so you loaded. You even buy the Big Daddy Tank Seven. It was a in bunch, bunch of Tank Sevens. Those things hit harder than you could ever imagine. 32 36, Alabama over San Diego State. 37 33, Miami over Houston. Beakley was fun, man. I appreciate you staying in here for the night. I know it's. I'd agree, Kennedy, fellas. It's crappy weather outside, so it's a good night to drink beer, eat a nice Philly cheesesteak, and just yeah. mock draft. Yeah, Philly cheesesteak, mock, watch some basketball, drink what's, some brew. What's uh, coming up for the Character Concerns podcast? You know, last week was the big mock draft. I think we're gonna we're gonna sneak in our uh, top thirty. We just the first round of all the NFL teams. We were just right. cheese specific, but we won't bore people all with the mock draft and stuff. So probably look at position groups. Uh, this last question before we let you go, Binkley. What position other than quarterback and running back would make you upset if the Chiefs drafted one in round one? Safety. Yeah, you don't need a safety. Not in round one. Okay. It's not a good safety draft like last year. All right. Well, Binkley, you have a good night tonight, man. You Take too. care. Be easy. Bye, fellas. Take Much care. Much love, brother. That's Jay Binkley. Uh, again, download the uh, Character Concerns podcast. They get it out every week. Him, Nick Schwartz, and Chris Unicero. Uh, they had a good, good one with Kathy Nelson, who is a uh, top woman in the United States, according to the USA Today. So check that out. On the other side, we get to talk Jerome Pootitang and these K-State Wildcats. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.